0: Of Reichman University. Fully booked.
1: Read into it with Michelle Lamar and Liras Levy. Hello everyone and welcome back. You are listening to Fully Booked on
2: Audioversity, the voice of Reckman University. This is the podcast where we discuss our favorite books, discover new reads, and give you a bunch of new recommendations. We are your hosts. My name is Michelle. And I'm Lee Raz. And today we are talking about childhood favorites. Yes. So if we're going to be talking about childhood
1: favorites, I figured it would only be appropriate if we were joined by one of my childhood friends, Kayla Seldon. Um, Kayla, would you like to introduce yourself?
0: hi hi my first time ever on a podcast podcast. we're very honored my my second time this is like a first real podcast the first time I was also in school but I wasn't really able to talk because I was paired up with two men
1: oh makes sense
0: (laughs) yeah
1: Um, okay well we're gonna give you plenty of time to talk um so yeah so Kayla is our (laughs) first ever guest that we've ever had um She's one of my very best friends from Brooklyn, and she's actually joined here on Zoom, so... That's right, fun. Um, at um,
0: 5 a.m. Yeah.
2: yeah, <laughs> the yeah time he was early. a real trooper. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, shall we get into it? Yes. So, yes. I think we should start with our early childhood. Because I'm just making this clear. Childhood is 0 to 18. We're, yeah. None of that nonsense of like, oh, it's until 6 or until... No, like, I still no. consider
1: myself a child. <laughs> I am a so child. Is,
2: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> so, like, early childhood favorites. What were your, like, most memorable
0: ones? Um, okay. Treehouse. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> that was the one I think I read the most. There was also another one. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like it had to do with fairies and like rainbow country. magic.
2: Was it rainbow magic fairies?
0: Maybe, yeah, There's so. a... There's and a, it, like, revolved around that one fairy and her, like, power oh. or
2: something. Or her I
0: don't color. know. There's a series yeah, they were different I colors. remember,
1: but it's not Rainbow... Ma- like, I don't know what this series you guys are talking about, I'm... but there's one that I remember, and, like, I just remember the queen, like, the fairy queen. Her name was, like, Helena, and that's all I remember. I don't remember. But, like, it's not this thing. Like, I've never even heard of Rainbow... Ma- I don't know what that Literally, is. Literally, it's just a it book about... Magic. ...plenty of it different fairies, Magic.
2: and you go yeah. through them... Uh, with them through their stories <laughs> yeah i love i love it was that so good series. it was literally so it. good i want to reread it you know when i was a kid i was so obsessed with it with like fairies and all that stuff that my parents uh bought me like fake obviously pixie dust it was like a little uh, jar on, my, on a necklace and it was just like pink. And I would I would really believe in these things. So after reading them, I started sprinkling pi- pixie dust around, believing that it would summon the fairies. I was OK. I was like a child then. But <laughs> Did it worked. Re-
1: <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> I mean, in my imagination, it worked. Your parents should have
0: like went along with it.
2: They should have. But maybe they shouldn't have because I was fully believing myself at that age. And it was like, I wasn't like four. I was like seven. No. <laughs> no,
1: you didn't need anyone enabling you. Um, yeah, we
2: needed someone to put a stop to it. <laughs> um, I think
1: that like my like core memory of like my reading from like childhood days. Oh my God. Junie B. Jones. Oh my God. Yes. I Ooh. had like every single one of them in my hat like i would read them so many times like i remember i remember like every time that like a like a, an adult every time that they would get like annoyed with her or something it would always be like the teacher like looked up to the sky and i um and i looked up but there was nothing there cuz like she's literally a child like she doesn't understand that they're rolling their eyes at her and i was like oh my god like judy b jones was like that bitch like she was so she was funny. so funny
0: <laughs> like Did i remember you say- <laughs> say that you had
1: it under your pillow yeah so like
0: i used Horrible. to so like i used to read <laughs> oh like at
1: night um i'm like in shock that my eyesight is so good now because like mm-hmm. i used to read it like like at night like in the dark why um, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> what's I didn't the logic because i didn't know that you weren't supposed to but could you see so, like, so yeah in the dark no not How like in the dark now? like i like i had a lava lamp and That's I used to read, light. With the, but it was light enough. It was a light sad. enough. Okay. Anyway, so like, so I used to read in I my bed. <laughs> so I used to read in my bed, and I used to, I used to like put them. I never wanted to lose my page, so I used to put them like underneath my pillow, like open, like her face down, and then I used to sleep on it. So like it was like the books would be like completely flat like open when you woke up the next morning. I'm actually in pain and, right like, now for the. There books. was no, but there used to be like seven of them under my pillow because I used to read them like all at the same time.
0: Why? What was the day like when you discovered what a bookmark was? <laughs> I wonder what that day was like. <laughs> actually, actually oh my I God. still have that
1: bookmark. You know, it was it's a it's a oh, Wicked right. Witch of the West bookmark.
0: I love. I got that. it from
1: Barnes and Noble. It's glittery. Ooh. And I still use it to this day.
0: It was life-changing for you. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But like, that's it. Like, I just, I mean, I don't use bookmarks. I just like,
0: Receipts sometimes I do. No.
1: <laughs> no, sometimes I, like, either I just, like, memorize the page or, like, if I really do need it, like, I'll use a bookmark. Like, it's fine. You I have like
2: too much trust. I like
1: <laughs> pretty bookmarks. I like pretty bookmarks.
2: I'm not. I could never get pretty bookmarks because I don't use them because they're too pretty. I'm like, what if I lose them? But they're, they're in, in, the in the
1: book. book.
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. But what if they fall?
0: How is that possible? That's yeah, not a good bookmark. It's
2: not possible. <laughs> but with my mind, it somehow is because I've like I've have I have like ten different scenarios where I walk and my bookmark just slips out of the book, and then I also lose the page, which is just like horrible, and also lose a really pretty expensive bookmark.
0: I would say the so receipts are came, like what we're bookmark doing. Bookmark company with. that that came from because <laughs> that's like literally its only job i have a, the book.
1: my favorite bookmark that i have it's not even like a proper bookmark it's literally just like a decorative piece of like whatever that i got okay. from barnes noble it's like a metal m for my name and it's just like mm-hmm. on a rope and i got matching ones with my mom and she has a d for dina that's so cute yeah and i use it but the thing is that i can't actually use it in a book because it's because it's like a rope kind of thing mm-hmm. it like causes a dent in the page, so like it, the book doesn't like properly close after that, and it's like kind of annoying if you put it like too far in the spine, and it's like traumatic when you can't properly traumatic. close the book like, after is that. Is it like
0: one of those? Is it like one of those bookmarks we have to like put the book through it? We have to kind of like it's like it wraps around the book no <laughs> oh these are too much for me i don't I like i don't them. know what that is <laughs>
2: it's from like the outside right you have to yeah mm, i don't it's no it's too much thought and i don't like the idea worse. of that yeah okay when I, I I was smaller, when I was a child i actually like my dad would read the books with me sometimes um so he would dog ear books so most like when i was a kid i had like the entire like magic tree house uh books all in paperback and they were all dog-eared all like dreadfully like you know spines broken just horribly like red which i liked um right now it would it would hurt me if my books were like that but when i was a kid you know it's adorable um so i would not use bookmarks at all when i was a kid and it was kind of fun like i felt like it was like a little rebellious and i'm not rebellious at all <laughs> Wild child. I know. That's why I like Judy B. Dones- Jones because I was like, ooh, I wonder what it's like. She was like, she's like a <laughs>
1: spicy little gal. You know what? I hate it. You know what Child books, like in childhood books, I hate it. Why? I never liked Pippi Longstocking.
2: I've never read that. It wasn't never that, that
1: fun. Like, I was always really annoyed with her. Like, why is this like demon child <laughs> supposed to be funny? Like, I didn't, like, I didn't like her. Um, she wasn't. Oh my it.
0: God. Oh my God. I just thought of another book. But this is like real like infant level <laughs> and I don't remember there was a there was a book about a dog named Biscuit um it was like it was like one of those like really little kid books where it's like not even like a chapter book it's like a big book yeah with like picture paint I love that and there was like a series like it would be like Biscuit goes on a walk <laughs> Biscuit <laughs> It was I loved them That sounds oh, no. so cute so I just randomly You guys remember that. The Hungry Hungry Cat Oh my god Yes <laughs> Are you kidding
1: me I love it. <laughs> that. that was it The Rainbow Fish oh, that's just, rainbow yes. fish. Those are
2: staples You have yeah. to read them Also Those Dr. Seuss Those are classics Yeah
1: mm-hmm. I mean like Guy's an <laughs> asshole But, but we ignore
2: his personality But yeah. like You know The books were good Yeah Like the Cat in the Hat Yeah. Slaps Bars Like <laughs> i i remember white fish blue fish red fish i remember green eggs and ham i
1: love that and we and like we read it in class in like kindergarten or like pre-k or whatever we made green eggs and ham how yeah i remember that too. food coloring how else what (laughs) do you mean how no we took like green eggs (laughs) i don't know it's a green chicken (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no but then like i wasn't able to eat the ham because i'm jewish and like you're not allowed to eat ham really well, i like, did ham. not yeah. know that, that anyway. anyway like i wasn't allowed to eat the ham mm-hmm. and it was like a whole thing and like ugh, like childhood trauma of yeah, poor thing <laughs> <laughs> anyway
2: yeah for me dr seuss books like i would love them but i when i had to read them like when my dad read them for me i would love them when i had to read them i was like a page every day because it was too much for me and i got confused with all the rhymes <laughs> i was like Mm-hmm. that's how the word sounds like nothing is like like
1: i don't remember the day that like i like i don't remember how i went from like parents reading to me to like me reading junie b jones at night and like putting the books underneath my pillow like i don't remember that happening. i remember like, a lot of tears i remember
0: a lot of what tears
1: Da- i never da- read I, I, I read them i never like wanted four to. Of them they were so yeah me too i never wanted
2: to read them they seem too like they are like they are they are but like that was <laughs> but
0: great. that was like I was, that was I read this.
2: it was like it, I, I thought it was so cool because it was like pa- like drawings and words and the words were small i could get away with reading a page that had one sentence in it every single day yeah Nice. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember, <laughs> like, I remember the
1: first time that I actually read like a real. But, like, first of all, one of my childhood staples was Ella Enchanted.
2: I've like, never read that one. That I never book. Read the book but I saw the like, movie. Changed
1: my. Li- it was so good. Like, oh my god! I'm like still in love with Prince Char to this day. <laughs> like that man was like my childhood crush. I loved him, and that book was it- incredible. Did Anne Hathaway do the character justice? The movie in general was, like, very different from the book. A lot of people are like, the movie sucked and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I honestly look at them as two very separate things. (laughs) Like, I look at it as two very separate things. Like, I... Still love the movie to this day same it's a good movie. like it's like, entertaining but as far as like yeah. book to movie adaptation like no but like i can't imagine that book. it's no it's so good and like i still have the copy that i had when i was a child it's falling apart the pages are so <laughs> yellow it's honestly nauseating and like the spot like the pages are literally about to fall out because it's so old but like it's my favorite, you know. I like
2: that though. I like that you read it so much that like the book has kind of Yeah, but like I just can't read it crumbling. anymore cuz
1: if I open up that book it's literally like the pages are just going to like fall out.
2: <laughs> so this is your sign it to buy another copy.
1: I have no money. Like that's like I'm <laughs> just... you, can,
0: you can you can pass this book down to your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. No, they're
1: going
2: to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> they won't you to the grave. <laughs> don't touch I don't my want book, kids. <laughs> no. Your great aunts and no, not great aunts, great nieces. (laughs) My great nieces. (laughs) Anyway. What are words? Um. Um. (laughs) I remember, okay, talking about one of like my childhood staples, I remember um, for me it was The Little Prince. Oh, that's cute. It was, for, I read it in seventh grade, so it wasn't like early childhood, but it's like one of those books that for me, I consider it like a really, really strong part of my childhood because I read it at the perfect, I was in the hospital when I read it. It was a gift and I was like, I'm bored. So I opened it up and I finished it and I started crying. It was like one of the first times I cried from a book because I was like, he loved his rose so much.
1: I remember, I think the first time that I ever like actually cried from a book was probably Harry Potter.
2: To be I haven't honest. Read that. I know. Me neither.
1: But like I don't plan I think on reading it anytime soon. That's fine. But like, I mean, Harry Potter was definitely like actually, you want to know something. Mm-hmm. I read Twilight before I read Harry Potter. Okay. And I because I read Twilight when I was in the third grade.
2: How and old were you? I, you were
1: like I was nine.
2: You read Twilight when you were okay. nine? Yeah. But like, to be
1: honest, there's nothing in Twilight that's like bad. Like, the books yeah. are bad, but, like, there's honestly, if anything, it even promotes, like, safe sex.
2: Okay. <laughs> like, no, yeah, like, let's be
1: something. honest. I don't yeah, like the really way is. that sex was handled in it that a It was horribly book. handled. I just remember, like, reading Eclipse and not understanding what was going on because I didn't understand sex. And, like, <laughs> I remember there was this scene in hilarious. Eclipse... Where like Bella is trying to convince Edward to like have sex with her, I and remember he's that from like the movies, and he's like, "No, not until we're married and everything." And like, but they weren't <laughs> saying sex, like they were like they weren't saying anything that like hinted. So I was just reading this whole scene and like nothing was like Computing. entering my head. And then when I got to Breaking Dawn, oh my god, it was
0: so boring.
1: <laughs> like I to this day hate that book so much because it's so boring. It's seven hundred pages and like nothing even happens. It's like, no, because like Breaking Bad is literally just like one. Breaking Dawn. Breaking Bad. (laughs) Breaking Bad is an amazing show. Breaking Bad is my favorite show of all time. By the How way, dare you? Breaking Dawn is one of my least favorite books of all time. But like Breaking Dawn, like I remember reading it and it being like, like this. It's just so long, and it's like it's this whole the book and the movies are literally just like one long like they split the book into anti-abortion two movies, ad like literally. that's all it is, and it's so frustrating. Yeah. And like I hate I Bella's annoying like. Like, girly
0: has no personality. I I love Edward for that, though. Like, he was, like, kill that thing. Edward is annoying (laughs) Like, kill the child. (laughs) Like, the other, a week ago,
2: it was on TV, and I accidentally, like, saw it. Exactly the scene where, like, they're on their honeymoon, and they find out she's pregnant, and he's just, like, it's, we have to get it out, we have to get it out. She's, like, it's. It's a baby. And I'm just like, not no, so, it's not. Like,
1: not to <laughs> so, like talk about this like whole thing, but not to talk about like book-to-movie adaptations, but like the breaking dawn movie was so bad like the first one i mean the second one is bad also scene, but like the wedding scene was it good. was pretty the wedding scene was pretty but like just in ge- like there i just remember in breaking dawn the scene where like bella like so bella and edward they have sex on their honeymoon <laughs> mm-hmm. right and he like breaks the bed and then he's like I can't. we can't do this anymore because i'm gonna hurt you whatever He bruises her also, right? uh, Yeah. And then she, like, starts trying in the movie. I don't remember this happening in the book. But, like, in the movie, she, like, starts trying to, like, get him to have sex with her again. And, like, there's this one scene that, like, she's having a dream where they, like, she, like, beats him at chess and they have sex. Oh, my God. And then she wakes up and she starts crying because he (laughs) won't have sex with her. (laughs)
0: mood that's a mood wow like she's mm-hmm. crying listen she was super horny it's her honeymoon no, like i just remember like i would like, cry too i just
1: remember like all of eclipse and the first part of breaking dawn was literally just bella willing to like die for sex <laughs> <laughs> like what like,
2: Stephanie Meyer's, like, Mormonism really showed in the <laughs> books. It's, like, bad.
0: Like, the I only, can't.
2: Like, the only movie that I can stomach right now is the first Twilight movie. The I don't care what one you say. The is, like, legitimately it's good. Because it's, good. Like, it's so funny. So funny. Exactly. It's, it's so funny. It's so bad
0: that it's good. Exactly. exactly. Like, it's the like, blue tinge,
1: Unironically funny. Mm-hmm. It's an unironic I
0: comedy. Saw this video of, like, the cast watching it and, like, reacting <laughs> Oh, to my to God. It, it was the best thing I ever saw like they actually have personalities and it's crazy to see (laughs) isn't it
1: incredible how like kristen Stewart just like like (laughs) the entire time like she just (laughs) twitches (laughs) she like stutters over like everything and like i don't understand like why we think that like that was
2: acting like listen it was the time you know like but like the the (laughs) one-liners in that
1: like the like my favorite part of the like first twilight movie was just when Um, when like Edward um, saves Bella from the car right and she's in the hospital and she's trying to get him to admit that he like stopped it with his hand and he's like and he like fully gaslights her he's like no one's gonna believe you so don't even
2: try like he's just like gaslighting her into like submission and she's like okay <laughs> all I can think about is where you've been Loca. that's I that's the only one that. that's the only one that comes to just mind just Jacob Bella, where? where the
1: hell have you been Loca? <laughs> <laughs> okay wait we're go- we're going Jacob so off course it's so off topic but back, like, this know? isn't about book to movie adaptations but okay, like I will say the, the Twilight movie is better than all of the books combined <laughs> but the movies like the movies after Twilight are worse than all the
0: books combined wow. yeah that's just it that's harsh anyway. um It's a fact of mice, of mice and men, and to kill a mockingbird. I did read to kill a mockingbird. We
1: read of mice and men and to kill a mockingbird in middle school, not at the same time because we weren't in the same class, but we did read them at the same same time. time. Yeah, just in different, just with different like people
0: yeah yo to kill a mockingbird was actually so good to kill a mockingbird we watched the movie after i don't
1: know who your teacher was for to kill a mockingbird but mine absolutely sucked and i hated it because of him like because of our teacher for to kill a mockingbird i don't remember his name but he was a man and he was a man (laughs) he was he was a disgusting man (laughs) um i don't remember his name oh okay
0: but so you know but no you remember that was like the year i think that I switched classes, so yeah. I might have had the same teacher as you at some point. I
1: mm-hmm. do remember you switching classes, but um, like the book itself, like, I just remember my teacher being so like bad that he like made me hate the book because he wasn't teaching it in an interesting way but like of mice and men i do remember we both had miss valentine for that one and she made everything fun oh my god except for speak she actually took speak really seriously i loved speak as she should have but like yeah
2: i read that with my eighth grade class so good it was one of like i I love that book because it was one of those like those books that like you read, and it's not yeah. one of my favorites, but it's
0: it's it sticks with you. Like I still have the yeah. copy until today. Another Kristen Stewart book adaptation to movie, except oh that one God, was like right. actually good. Yeah, and she was younger. Yeah, but yeah. arguably the same personality in both movies.
1: Yeah, I but in Speak, that. it is more like it's you have more of a reason it, to it. And yeah, Twilight, so yeah. Bella has no personality because like she's a she's a self-insert. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe maybe that's why they chose her for Twilight. <laughs> Kristen Stewart is not a bad
2: actress. I've heard that she got like a lot
1: better after Twilight. Isn't it's just she cast like, as
2: like Princess Diana? Yeah, in one of those TV I heard shows. that she was
1: amazing in that movie. But it's just like really sad that like that's all that people remember her for. Yeah, In the Robert same
2: Pattinson. way. Yeah,
1: I mean DS like Batman now. Mm-hmm. That's true. I still haven't seen it, but like anyway, um, <laughs> No, like I remember, like in that same class that we read of mice and men and speak. We also that was where I read Hamlet for the first time, and like wow, that oh my whole God. class, I loved it <laughs> so much. Like I loved it. It started my like love for Shakespeare that like I still have it to this day. But like I just remember because I was the only one that knew anything about Hamlet before going into that um before going into that play. Um, The day that we were supposed to start reading it, I was absent because I was sick and I came back the next week. And they said that they had like s- not started it because I wasn't there, and they wow. and like my teacher, who like fully favorited me, like she definitely like there was very blatant favoritism there, but like I'm not complaining because it was towards you. Exactly how can you complain? <laughs> Um, and she like we were obviously reading it in parts because that's how like you do plays in English mm-hmm. class. And she like didn't have anybody like she like they didn't start the play because I wasn't there and I wanted to play Ophelia. Wow, I love that. <laughs> Like the blatant favoritism, but like I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I mean, did you deserve it though? I am assuming you did because you're oh, I you. definitely did. See, I was like, I was definitely like the biggest English class hoe in the, ent-
0: the entire school.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Caleb remembers you were with me throughout middle school and high school, and like <laughs> yeah. you weren't in any of my classes with me, but like you did know, <laughs> like, like I was insufferable. But like it was just
2: like it was the only time that I actually like liked school. Mm-hmm. I love that you also did Hamlet. We did Romeo and Juliet in seventh grade, and then we performed. I did it, but, like, I did
1: Romeo and Juliet in high school. I never
0: did Romeo and Juliet.
1: I did Romeo and Juliet in high school because I was taking a Shakespeare class. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that we learned in uh, high school. Now in in high school for us in like our English classes like we learned Julius we Caesar. Caesar? We yeah, learned Julius didn't. Caesar. We learned Othello, didn't. which ended up being my favorite play of all time. We learned uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, which I love. We did a lot oh, of yeah. Shakespeare. We only did yeah. Romeo and
2: Juliet, like the most like basic Shakespeare
1: No, but play. then like in my actual Shakespeare class that I did for like an elective, I learned like a lot. I learned so many of them. Like Jesus. Like wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, like anything that was English related, like I was just like... I just like put myself in the front and i like like no one liked me but it was like definitely by my own design like it was definitely my own fault
2: listen if you got good grades who cares if they hate you i did get good grades (laughs) okay another book that i remember from english class is the outsiders i was obsessed with the outsiders book.
1: was like my favorite it's still one of my favorite favorites to this like, day. it's, it's I like
2: thought...
1: really it's so good It's i like, recommend I, it even I, now like, I, like yeah listen like it's, it doesn't matter how old you are like you can still love it and it's really like,
2: quick it's short so it's like a like, 100 it's pages or something mm-hmm. like i are remember i one mm-hmm I remember
1: I ordered The Outsiders from one of our, like, book orders. You remember those book orders? From school, those were the best Those were my favorite in. things, oh my like, God. book fairs and book orders. Those the were, like, my fair. life. So, like, I got The Outsiders from a book order, and I read it, and I became so obsessed with it that I literally read it every single week for, like, three months. Wow. Because it was, like, I just loved it. Oh. I think that might have been the first time that I cried from a book.
2: Wow. Oh,
1: no, sorry. No, I read Harry Potter before I read The Outsiders. So Harry then Potter... is never was Yeah, okay, no. But The Outsiders <laughs> made me cry because, like... It has such an it, emotional yeah. impact. Especially, yeah.
2: like, at that age. I really appreciated that book. And, like, the lines, stay gold, Pony Boy."
1: I recently rewatched the movie with my family and like the cast is so hot.
2: Like, I know. They like literally went all out. There is uh Rob Lowe, I think his name Rob is. Rob Lowe. Oh, and there is there's, young, uh Patrick Swayze. Rob Patrick Swayze, please. Like I rewatched Dirty Dancing
1: recently. He's so he's, oh my god. They're like, all like really really attractive. Cuz like cuz like specifically Patrick Swayze, young Rob Lowe and young Tom Cruise. Oh my god, yeah, he was there so too. Are so hot. Cuz like cuz like Rob Lowe and Tom Cruise now no. They look like Ken dolls. But like <laughs> then when this when the movie came out like oh my God, they it were so hot. It came out like hot. in the
2: 90s, right? No, in like the 80s, 80s, Okay, surely. in the 80s. But the, but so, the, like, the style was set in the 60s or the 50s. Right, it was set like a long time oh, ago. Oh my God. But the style and the that pants girl. and the shirt that they wore were very attractive on them. And I remember that. The double that. denim. Yes, I, I remember specifically that. remember Rob Lowe. The kid Lowe. Karate-, Ka- Ka- Karate, Karate Kid. Karate Kid, whatever you call it.
1: I specifically remember like Rob Lowe, who was soda pop, which was my favorite character. Because like, he was so hot. My childhood <laughs> crush was soda pop curtis and like i remember like he or i think it was it might have been tom cruise but like one of them who were like let's be honest the hottest people in the movie Mm -hmm. um they were wearing these like these like denim vests but it was like cut off at the shoulders and like that was oh my god like like 13 year old me like she had taste Mm -hmm. she really did now (laughs) i just see red
0: flags
2: I mean rightfully so so, but like you know you Can't see past
0: the trauma. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Uh, anyway. Other books that you guys have read during that time period, From like middle like school, child high school. childhood childhood I mean, like,
1: Kayla and I were really into John Green.
2: Oh, God. <gasps>
1: yeah. And Do you remember us, like, crying over the fault in our stars together? It's a great scene.
2: <laughs> I remember and,
1: specifically. Like, the gas I remember, like, specifically, I went to go see the movie with my brother, and I told Kayla that I was going and she and like i texted her after i finished the movie and she was like and she called me and she was like did augustus cry in the yes. gas station did augustus cry in the gas station and i was like yes did I, I love that and like we were this. so obsessed with it oh my god oh my god looking for oh, alaska well, i couldn't even god, finish that like...
2: book that's one of the only books that i uh, of john green's that i had and i just couldn't get through it i was so bored looking okay. back on it now okay.
0: um, I didn't, I didn't read that or watch the show of that, Neither but I did watch the movie of Paper Towns. I did. We too. W-
1: we saw Paper Towns together and it was
0: bad. I watched it in the <laughs> cinema
1: and it was so bad. We went to see it yeah. together the two of us and it was like honestly like bad. Honestly like the book itself, I don't like the book. Mm-hmm. Like I have nostalgic memories for The Fault in Our Stars even though like now I don't like it, mainly because of the whole like Anne Frank the kiss scene? The, the, they don't like, like oh what was the reason no, for that for. <laughs> like what was that um but also like i just don't like the whole like, like cuz like they turned augustus into this like manic pixie dream boy mm-hmm. which like mm, don't like
0: now it's it cancel Elgort. cancel Elgort. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> um but i just like mm,
1: like i mm, like, yeah. i haven't i haven't seen the show for looking for alaska cuz it came out After I already, like, stopped liking the book. It
2: came out, like, two years ago.
1: Yeah. And, like, I was already, like, way past the John Green phase Mm -hmm. at that point. So, like, I don't have any interest in watching it. Because, like, what am I going to get out of it? Yeah. But when I first read Looking for Alaska, like, that shit had me by the throat. Like, I was obsessed with it. (laughs) I thought that this was, like, the deepest form of literature that I had ever discovered.
2: (laughs) I was so bored by that book. (laughs) Really? I I found the main character to be so annoying. Like, he was very boring to me. And Alaska just seemed like one of those... Like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about her. So it pissed me off that I was just
0: reading about her. At the time,
1: her.
2: I thought that that was like
1: real art.
2: Like, I thought that that was like the <laughs>
1: highest thing. Like, it was oh also, my God. Like the
0: peak of Tumblr. Yeah. I mean, like, I was where, a like, Tumblr would, girl. I get that, though. People would, people would so you post have pictures to pictures yeah. of their iced coffee, and everybody would be trying to like interpret what it meant. Yeah. I love
1: that. Like, you have to understand <laughs> the I was Like, I was a Tumblr girl. Like, I've never been on Tumblr. I was like literally that's how I spent my teenage years just like on tumblr Me too. that was how I like discovered my love for poetry honestly because of fucking tumblr
0: wow like that isn't post. that something <laughs> that t- Michelle that one post that I made with the flower what <laughs> with the flowers in my hair oh my god you made a post <laughs> with flowers in
2: your hair what <laughs>
0: what was it like a quote or something right it was a quote that I found on tumblr and it was like when I was going through my hipster phase hipster I love that with with air quotes Mm -hmm. and it said I'd rather wear flowers in my hair than diamonds around my neck yeah as soon as I posted it Michelle tormented me and I immediately (laughs) deleted it and she has not let me she you're did not such a that bully. Until, until, <laughs> I'm sorry. Some people need now. to get
1: bullied. Because, <laughs> oh, like, like, you're forgetting, it like, like <laughs> Kayla and I bullied each other into being normal. Okay? Like, we thought that we were, like, the main character in everything that we did. And we had, like, we had to be each other's bullies. Or else we would have been insufferable to this day. Like, now we're normal. But, like, I'm sorry. I think that that helped shape I'm us.
2: <laughs> I didn't have anyone to bully me. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I turned out like this. Um, and <laughs> Kayla, you should be grateful for Michelle. Everyone should be I grateful am. for me. Um, I feel like Michelle, you should also be grateful for Kayla.
1: Oh, I'm very grateful for Kayla. She this seems like she helped me out through so much. <laughs> she's, she's gone a through a lot. Like, we made each other go through our own shit with each other. Like it was. Like for what? <laughs> it was that we, time. We, thought we were so deep.
2: Right? No, because like we, right? really we, no, so cause, like, we like, genuinely
1: did think that so we were the deepest of people. I understand
2: why you <laughs> like John Green. Because John Green liked was like to... fake, fake, like like fake deep. I mean fake for me woke. it felt yeah, it mm-hmm. felt like, you know, he was trying to get something. Everything somewhere. was so pretentious. Everything was so dramatic. I don't care for
1: him because, like, I don't know anything
2: about him. I actually heard really good things about his, like, book. He has, like, a new book. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. I just... I haven't read it yet. I've heard
1: good things about it. I just don't have any interest in reading it because, like, I don't think that I would really like his writing not style. not really my
2: genre, though.
1: Yeah, I'm also, That's like, great. not that into sci-fi and or, like, magical realism. Yeah. I don't really like that kind of stuff. So I don't think that I... Like, we're either going to go, like, fully, like, all the way fantasy or we're going to, like, stay in, like, the... Like, I don't like magical realism. I don't like sci-fi. That stuff doesn't really, like, do it for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just don't think that I would like his writing style because I've seen how he writes and I've also, like, heard his humor and his humor is not for me.
2: That's you know, okay.
1: like I just don't like I just don't think that I would like the book. So I'm not going to like go near it. But like, I don't know anything about him. So like, I don't care.
2: Mm. That
0: makes sense. Yeah. No, no for me but... when I was. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Shadley, like, why do they like to recycle actors in their movies? Like Shadley Woodley played Hazel Grace. And then also uh, Triss. Also Ansel Elgort played her brother in Divergent. Mm -hmm. That was
2: so weird. But um, apart from the movies though, the books. Okay, I loved the first book. I read the next two books in the series less. A lot less i think they yeah, were like too. trying same i really
1: i really didn't like the second and third book in Divergent. like i loved the, the first, first was book a good book i thought that it was actually incredible i wish it was
2: a standalone mm-hmm.
1: honestly same it like i think it could have been so good if she had like wrapped everything like semi like wrapped everything but up. at
2: the time though like, like every single author would do th- um uh like dystopian trilogy yeah trilogies yeah. because of the hunger games Because of fucking
1: Hunger Games. Now, like, The Hunger Games is one of my favorite series of all time. I stay defending that series. I love that series. I'm obsessed with it. I mean, like, I just... Everything about it was so good. And, like, everybody that came after The Hunger Games, they really tried to do what the hunger games did and they just never like did it right so everything always sort of like fell Mm -hmm. flat and divergent was the first one that came up and it just like like you really see like okay so like cite spoilers for divergent but like tris dies at the end that is such bullshit no like i don't care if a main character dies honestly it was the way that it was like it was the way that everything was like very poorly wrapped up Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna kill a character kill a character you know but like You need to make sure that your book wraps up. And, like, I don't hate Divergent because she died. I hate Divergent because it was, like, a very sloppy ending. Yeah, I feel like
2: for me, I feel like for me, when you have multiple point of views in your book kill one of the main characters that's fine when you have one uh point of view in all your books and then you kill the main character and then you switch it at the end to the point of view of like her love interest you like, I thought no. that was kind of odd i didn't like it yeah. I, it annoyed you me you also
1: know that something is gonna happen i to was spoiled the- i was spoiled. Oh, really
2: i was telling my friend one day that i was reading divergence he's like oh my god you know she's gonna die in the third books i'm like I didn't even believe that. Look, I wasn't even mad at her because it was a spoiler. I didn't even believe her. I was like, "Oh my god, you are trying too hard right now." I don't believe you. I read the book. I like. I wasn't even like crying. I was just. I put it down. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because like to be (laughs) fair, and then she wrote a book from Four's perspective, which I heard that that bombed. I heard it was not good. I didn't. I didn't even get close to it because Four annoyed me. The first book, he was great. I loved him. Boring. But then. We lose interest. Same with Trish. Same with every single other person in that book. Because she tried to do something that wasn't there. And, like, here's you know? the thing. Like, I just feel like when you have three... And, like, it's not like those
1: books are very short. You know, like, The Hunger Games is short. Those books are, like, 300 pages. No, but like Divergent is Divergent is also... Divergent is a bit bigger. Divergent, I think, got up to, like, 400 pages. Like near five hundred pages, maybe if I'm the not last mistaken. one. I own the two, mm-hmm. the but two like, first
2: books. Here's they're not the as thing:
1: big. you, if you're already going to do a trilogy, like it's not impossible to wrap up a trilogy like that. Because like mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people have issues with Mockingjay, which is the last book in the Hunger Games series. But like I don't, I don't think that so we issues? needed. I didn't. People think that everything was sort of like hastily wrapped up, and like I kind of disagree. Like I do agree that the book should have been a bit longer. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we needed like a fourth book, but like that's like I just you know Were you Peter or Gail? Oh I was Peter. Yeah,
2: is Gail's not even an option.
1: Gail's not an option. Never an Honestly. Option. And like I just don't like yeah. him. I find him irritating. I find him annoying.
2: He didn't he like kill her sister? <laughs> it's not like it's expl- <laughs> not like, directly. Not directly
1: but like he <laughs> helped create the bombs that set yeah. her like he like helped create the bombs that exploded her
2: yeah mm, that yeah no and he was i feel like you know at the time like everything love triangles were a thing dystopians and love triangles and like the chosen ones were like the three main tropes that every single like especially fantasy
0: uh like young adult love triangles
2: same same. i don't
0: care for them i hate them because they're
2: mostly so like badly done because they're not really love triangles
0: Please. It's a perfect example. We ignored The thing is, mode.
2: is that like it ends that no because like
1: now she brought it up. Now I'm gonna have to talk about it. The thing what, did about it is what did you is do, Kayla? What did you do? It's marketed as a love triangle. It's marketed as a love triangle. But then like Colleen Hoover herself is like, guys, this isn't a romance. Why are you making it about Atlas? And I'm like, you marketed it that way, and then you're surprised when people are like only talking about Atlas. But and now she's. And then she but now she's. Now, and she's but book. now she's. But now she's like like profiting off of that by writing a book about like their perspective like i just i don't know I'm, should i read it no.
2: <laughs> i'm reading it i feel like we should buddy read it
0: <laughs> podcast
2: episode <laughs> oh my god no that'd be horrible to treasure I'll twice i'll buddy read
0: it with the two of you Please. yes
2: we'll have like a whole like i haven't even read it ends with us yet so i'm gonna read both um but i didn't like that talk- really list so maybe it'll be better maybe talking about love i thought Atlas
1: was bland Like, what's so great about him? Like, can
2: someone explain it to me? Moving
1: on from Colleen
2: Hoover, because we will be stuck here till eternity if we do not move on now. Anyway. Um, Talking about love triangles, I have not read a book that I loved the love triangle in it or I thought was good, except... Oh, my God. Listen, listen, you know, Michelle knows already. 2015 was the year of like the Mortal Instruments City of Bones all Are that kidding fun me. The stuff the entire the entire decade.
1: 2010s yeah. all of that entire decade was dedicated to the Mortal Instrument. I, I, never I was read it. Ups- I read every but single book in that please. series. I used to bring those books to school. I used to bring those books anywhere that I went. I was obsessed.
2: They're with amazing. Them. Like, look, the first three books. Um, they were supposed to be a trilogy for The Mortal Instruments because he has like, um, The Mortal Instruments as a series, and then The Dark Artifacts f- f- Artifices, dark artifices and then the Infernal Devices. So the Infernal Devices is like one of the only love triangles that I actually love with all my fucking heart because they all love each them. other. They all love each other so much; it's not even funny. Like they would die for each other. Every I still single one. Read them. You should. The uh, Mortal Instruments had a love triangle, but it I, wasn't done well. It at wasn't. All. But then, like I, I, later on in the books, because she didn't do it a trilogy, she made it like six books. She. Did better, like she improved Simon's character so much, and she like, did. and like I loved him with Izzy. Like, sorry, fucking spoilers, um, but I loved Simon him. <laughs> and Izzy were literally
1: the best I part of that them. entire series. Like all six of those books, Simon and Izzy were my two favorite characters, and they were the best ones. Yeah, and like, like
2: Clary and Jace, I, I they was, like, bothered me. No, they were the reason I started like really getting into romance books because I was like hooked. I mean, them and the selection, but that's another topic. The Fallen our Stars is what got me. A fucking romance, which oh, is sad. It's so sad,
1: but it's about I the love story. Like, that's true. Yeah,
2: no, for me, it was just like I don't know uh, something about Jason Clary, what them being like, I mean, so I was infa- never a like, fan of
1: like the incest, so we like, were
2: I mean, okay. We were 13. Oh, okay. I think, like, I think all of us, I think every single person who read it when they were 13 somehow like ignored that fact. But, but like, people who are reading it today, so also
0: reading Wattpad,
1: yeah. But you see, like, I was never on Wattpad, neither. Like, I was I was honestly, like, too scared of Wattpad because, like, as far as I <laughs> knew. scary. Because, like, as far as I knew, Wattpad was mostly, like, fan fiction about real people. Mm-hmm. And I never liked fan fiction about real people because it always kind of creeped me out. I agree. I don't like, like that. Like, never, I never felt comfortable reading it because it felt, even as, like, 13 years old. And, like, I read fan fiction. Like, I, I didn't. was obsessed with it. But, like, I never wanted to read about, like, real people because it felt like, Like, uncomfortable.
2: No, I get that. I I agree.
1: Like, even as... Even as, like, a 13-year-old One Direction, like, stan... You know, like I
2: never, I never wanted to read I about never like read that shit them. I read after, yeah, when I was eighteen. Did you not? Th- I, right before the movie came out, and my friends were like, "Oh my god, when we were thirteen, used to read that." And I was like, after I read it, I'm like, "How the fuck did you read this when you were 13? I was uncomfortable. I was about to throw up. I like said like of this voice, fuck voice goes messages over your head. It does yeah. because when you're a kid, that's what I'm saying. Like also, thing the is incest I, like all of that thing. stuff
1: was romanticized, and I don't like it. It's and cool. like with the Mortal Instruments, with the whole like incest thing. Like, I have to say, it was dragged out for three books. Because it was only supposed to be three books at first. So I
2: get that. Like, Like, it wasn't It was the
1: fact that, like, it was so heavily, like, like, it was just so, like, in your face. Like, Mm -hmm. they literally, in the third book, they literally almost have sex in front of their, like, quote-unquote, father's, like, burnt mansion. Oh, no. That was, I think, this, uh, uh... it was yeah, in the third in book. In the part
2: where he's like, uh, I want to...
1: No, we don't talk about that line. The so, like, line where he's disgusting. like, I should
2: protect you from all the boys who want to do to you exactly what I want to do to you. Like, Listen, that's ew. so
1: gross.
2: Every single girl my age was like, "Oh,
1: swoon. <laughs> like, I just, like, I have, like, I don't think that, like, the Mortal Instruments as a series, especially the first three books, I don't think that it's, like, that good. I think like, for the I time think that, they were great. I think that the I think that the last three books are good mm-hmm. but I don't think that the first three books are very good also because I felt like the way that the, the the original trilogy was wrapped up I don't think that it was wrapped up that well so
2: I think like so for me like
1: there's, um, I feel like it was only wrapped up well for Clarion Jace but not as a series you yeah, know
2: yeah so that's that's the point i was gonna say so like for me first of all i spoiled myself the second i finished the first book about whether or not Jason, uh, clary are actually siblings so happy i did that uh and i found out they weren't but then like the first three books are mainly about Clary and Jace, and we have side characters and we go into their story a little bit, but not enough. They're and not, I think like, that fleshed like out. Yeah, and I think that So what, like what is the book about though? So basically it's basically about it's an urban fantasy about this girl named Clary who finds out that she is part of a a kind of like Supernatural um, secret society, secret society called the Shadow Hunters, where they're like half angel, half humans, and they are destined to battle demons and save the world from demons. And they're downworlders. Downworlders are like creatures who are mostly demons. They're like half angel, half half. They're like vampires,
1: fairies, werewolves, all that, yeah, and. Vampires, fairies, werewolves. Um, Magnus a missing, is a a warlock. A warlock also, yeah. yeah.
2: So like that, she she kind of like figures out that her mother is a shadow hunter and her father is a shadow hunter, and she was kept in the dark all her life. And then that's her. Uh, all the books are about her going into that world and learning about that world and falling in love with Jace, who is like this really hot, like blonde uh, <laughs> shadow hunter. Uh, and then she figures out he's her brother and Valentine, like the evil guys, her dad. And that's how like the f- like that's that's the, the that's the whole starts. premise
1: of the first three books. Yeah.
2: Um. But the thing is that what I for me for me like I still enjoy the three books the first three books no matter what because it's just like first nostalgia of nostalgia but also because like I don't know I I, I liked it I like the relationship between Jason Clary um and uh, the relationship between Simon and Clary not. Specifically, romantic relationship, but just the friendships that were formed. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. And I love found family. So there was a lot of found family there. The next three books were beyond like what the first three books ever yeah, could the have thought last to be. Three they books were incredible. Are you fall like... in love with every single character. Yeah. And also I just, and like, ask Clary, like, Clary. Okay, you're making as, like, me want to read it. You
1: should. <laughs> as Clary, I, like, as a main character, she's very, like, irritating to me. Like, I don't like her that much. A lot much. Of people say that. I don't get that. And, like, she's just, like, but it's also because, like, I feel like in the first three books, like, the only things that were actually, like, fleshed out were Clary and Jace's relationship and the world building. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's it. And, like, I mean, I will say, like, there's a lot of nostalgic feelings for that whole series and like i do own the majority of the books uh, yeah, i think I'm i mean like as well. this like cassandra clare the author she has like 20 books i think i own like 17 of them like let's
2: like, mm, like also please. like <laughs> the mortal instruments for me is like is an incredible series but then the infernal devices is my favorite series yeah. that cassandra clare has ever written because it's about like in the 18th century about like jace's uh great 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 grandparents and they're like than, like, like, It's, like, a companion
1: out. trilogy. It's, like, a prequel trilogy. Like, yeah, the thing about cool. Cassandra Clare is that she... All of her books um, that take place in the Shadowhunter world are all connected in, like, on all of their different timelines. And she's got, like, I think four of them. So she's got, like, the main ones. She's got the main ones, which is the Mortal Instruments, which, is which started it. Then she has the Infernal Devices. Which is the prequel, Which is basically. the prequel that takes place in the 1800s in London. And then she had the Dark Artifices, which takes place after the Mortal Instruments. Like right after the events of the
2: Mortal Instruments. Then there's the Last Hours.
1: Then there's the Last Hours, which takes place
2: after the Infernal Devices. And soon afterwards, we're going to get another series about... What the, takes place after, after the, dark the Dark Artifices? Because I'm sorry, the last book in the Dark Artifices left in such a huge cliffhanger. So like my, I really died. So like my issue <laughs> with oh my the. <laughs> so like my issue
1: with a lot of like Cassandra Clare's books is that they all like there's not like it's sort of just like you're telling the same story like over and over and over again, and it's like I get like kind of sick of it because mm-hmm. like how many books can you tell about like this great war that's going to wipe out every single person on this earth mm-hmm. and then it's saved by our main female character and her like hotshot boyfriend who just somehow manages to be like the most amazing shadow hunter in the entire world and like i like i this is my issue with a lot of like books in general like fantasy books is that you say that this is like the biggest war in the entire world okay where where's where's your casualties Why are there no stakes? Like, why are you hyping up this war? Because it is still a young adult book, and
2: I feel like they still have, they don't want to be too gruesome and too, like, too many people killed. That's what I like about it, though. That doesn't mean that, like, just because it's, like, (laughs) YA, that doesn't mean that there can't be, like, actual stakes. People do die, but not in the numbers that you expect. Like, I know that she usually chooses to kill one of the characters that we're invested in, uh within, like, the found family, because in every single book there's, like, a found family. So she usually kills or, like, wipes someone's memory um, in the books. And for me, that's, like, I cry in every single one of her, like, last books in the series because it just, it hits me in the right place. Um, but, like, I don't know. I, I kind of like the repetition not because, like, for me, it's not too obvious most times because I get carried on by her characters. Like, the I The characters, characters just seem
1: very formulaic, though. Like, they all follow the same, like kind of pattern and it like irritates me i'm like (laughs) do something new you know like Mm -hmm. i mean my favorite my favorite series of all time is six of crows by Leigh Bardugo, which we all know. i are like, not surprised. She, that one I also
0: want to, I want to read. It's
1: incredible. Like, I read those books when I was, like, 16. And that's a dark fantasy book, but mm-hmm. it's still YA. And, like, the stakes are high in those books, and you see the consequences. And it's, like, you... I feel like a lot of authors, they, like, don't want to kill... Because, like, also, there's also, like, here who's another YA author. The and she, Defy Me trilogy? And 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 no, 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 no. Is that her? No, that's not her. Um, Sabatier wrote *An Ember in the Ashes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And apparently those are four books, and she is, like, not afraid to show, like, the realities of mm-hmm. this, like, war. And, like, I just, I get, like, really annoyed when there's a lot of, like, repetition of the same sort of, like, formula like, you never see any consequences from it, you know? Because if it's just, like, one contained thing, like, I get it. But, like, the two people that come into my head the most are Cassandra Clare and Sarah J. Mass, where they have this, like, story, and it follows the same sort of, like, arc where it's, like the like, the war to end all wars or whatever, and then nothing, like, happens, like, nothing comes from it. You don't see any, like, consequences or you don't see any fallout from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like why not like why not like show me that there's like actual stakes over here like show me that like i need to be like scared to
0: see people yeah i do like no because like
1: i would rather have like i would rather no you know what really pisses me off i hate when characters die and then they come back to life for no reason (laughs) other than they're a fan favorite like, if you're gonna bring them back to life, give them a purpose. Who dies and comes back to life? It's a trope, like the resurrection trope, and it pisses me off. I feel because like if you're gonna make you're me not grieve, going, you
2: better make me grieve for, like, period. I don't wanna, like, I don't wanna, if to come you're back,
1: going to bring the... I would rather have that, like, wait, pain. What book did that? There's yeah, a few I'm YA interested. books that
0: did, like, the resi- <laughs> Sarah J. Mass did it. Oh no. And or, like, it when they really have, like, a me. dream of, like, that person dying, and it's just, a, it's just like a dream. Yeah, I With,
2: don't like yeah. that. With no importance, mm. I get that.
1: Yeah. It really bothers me. But, like, there's just, like... Like, Sarah J. Mass in particular is the one that does it the worst because she doesn't kill anybody. And, like... I don't – because, like, here's the thing. Like, her <laughs> books – Should I read This is just them? my issue with want, Sarah J. Maas in them. general. This is just my issue with Sarah J. Maas in general. Because, like, I did start reading her when I was about, like, 13. Because that's when Throne of Glass was was coming out. And, and I was, like, like, like Y-A, YA. That was very much YA. And it, like, slowly developed into New Adult by, hmm. like, book five. But I haven't read past book two. Because, like, you know, just, like, so many books started coming out. And that's when I got into reading YA. Um, but I did read – court of thrones and roses series and the thing is is that with that series it's like a very romance driven plot which is like fine but why are you making this like loosely like it's like her plot like her actual plot of the story is held together by like strings like her plot is literally falling apart because it's not like developed at all And like it really like that's what bothers me because then like I like if you love a happy ending where like everybody is like all um, like together and like happy at the end and like it's a found family and everything is cute. Like that's great, you know, but like why are you forcing this plot that like doesn't really make that much sense or doesn't really have that much like stake if it's not going to have any consequences.
2: I understand what you're saying like but I, you know, I feel like yeah I understand what you're saying I feel like it really depends on also like the type of reader you are I know that you like to deal with like the nitty-gritty the real stuff you want to feel the emotions yeah. you want to feel the emotional impact because like I would rather have
1: characters that go through like actual character development than just like a found family that like has a grand time for 700 pages like I'm not going to read 700 pages of just like fluff because that's like
2: I like I can read Charlotte, that in 300 you should pages. write a book You know, I really did want to write though, because I feel like you would kill my heart. You You know, I really did
1: want to write a book when I was younger. Like, oh my God, I used to come up with like, want to write a book together in like, probably we went through so many eras
2: together. (laughs) What didn't you go through?
1: We went through so many eras. Like, great question. The amount of the (laughs) amount of like movies that the two of us went to see and we thought that it was like the height of cinema. Like we We saw saw Insurgent. We did. We saw not the first one. We saw (laughs) I didn't sneak in. You snuck in. I was oh. old enough to go in. My
2: friend bought, bought all of our friends the ticket because she was 16 in Germany. You were allowed to see it from 16. So she bought all our tickets and we would have to like, we wore heels and like we wore like makeup so that we would look 16. And then we went to see it. And literally the sex scenes, I was closing my eyes because I was uncomfortable. But my <laughs> friends were laughing at me because they're like, oh my God, what are you doing? Open we your went eyes. to
1: see the second movie for Fifty Shades of Grey. What was it like? Darker? yeah 50 shades darker something. and we watched that one together we saw insurgent together we saw paper towns together Wow, yeah. we you went through it we saw like every single book to movie adaptation that we were like obsessed with when we were teenagers and like we came out of there being like this is it this is the height of cinema we like, <laughs> like took on the personalities exactly because we had no personalities of our own <laughs> Anyway. Anyways. Um, no, like, I just... I think that if you're gonna, like, do a fantasy series and you're gonna involve a war, why not actually, like, develop the war?
2: I have a book that you're gonna hate me for. What? So, The Selection... <laughs> Wait, I want to talk. Okay. Because, so you the, see, that's my biggest you issue. Because you hate it. I know. That's why you hate because it. Because it's so underdeveloped. Okay. But here's the thing. Okay, but why does she like it? The Selection if you're, like, when you go into this election, don't read it because you want a fantasy. Don't read it because you want a dystopian. It's not fantasy. It's dystopian. Don't read it because you want, like, okay, don't read it because you want, like, a war or something in it. There is literally none of that. The whole, like, it's supposed to be set in, like, this dystopian world where there's, like, a monarchy and there are kind of, like, people who are against that monarchy and they're trying to rebel. Uh, And then there's, like, this, uh, not war, but, like, big rebellion rebellion going on bullshit no none of that it matters the whole the whole thing the whole premise is of the, the bachelorette yeah but in like a monarchy a monarchy slash dystopian society exactly it's about a like, prince who has to, to find a uh, wife and he basically calls uh for like i don't know 30 something girls to come live in his palace with him uh for a couple months and they go through like all kinds of tests and interviews they and go all through that the bachelor yeah so it's so dramatic it is so hilarious i i read it like last year again because i just love the the ba- original trilogy because it's just so fun so it's like, funny it's here's fluffy. the thing no one dies if except like it's... one person i don't care and she
1: was a bitch from the beginning but no so, like, also here's another person the thing. Dies. so like here's the thing if you're going to write like a fluffy story based off of the bachelor like go for it market it have as fun such, have a grand old time that's great <laughs> But why are you including this underdeveloped plot point just so that you can say that it's like, like, for what? Like, if you're not going to do anything with it, why bother with it? I feel like it was a like, time, know what I'm saying? though. Like, like it, it, was released,
2: what, it was released when the dystopians were, like, the height of popularity. It, I don't care if it's whatever time it was.
1: Obviously. If it's an underdeveloped book, it's an underdeveloped book. And, like, that's I true. don't feel like that's...
2: Something, cause like, why the, co- if- the Colleen Hoover of that generation, the Colleen Hoover of it all. <laughs> Listen, no, okay. The three, the three original selection books are great. The next two books in that series that she wrote about her, their child bullshit don't read it i never read those and then she keeps on like writing books but i less my type now the selection is still one of my favorites till this day because like it's just a good time like if you're looking for something dramatic funny like similar to reality tv but like for young adults go for it if you're actually looking for like emotion and like plot and depth do not read that book because you will not like it
1: i just i just prefer if like If you're going to write a book, like, stick to your strengths. Because, like, Sarah J Mass, she loves to write romance, right? And, Mm -hmm. like, that's amazing. You know, like, have fun with it. Like, her romance is, like, very addicting, even though I'm not a big fan of her, like, male characters, um, like, at all. (laughs) Like, Like, a lot of people are, and a lot of people are very invested in those romances. So, like, have fun with it. But, like, why are you trying to, like, hold everything together? with this, like, plot that you don't care about. Like, what's the point? Because I feel like we've also reached this point with Sarah J. Mass in particular, where, like, everybody knows that you're only there for the romance. So, like, why are you still trying? Like, she wrote an, an 800-page book, and there was, like, no plot up until the last 600 pages. What book was that? Her recent one, A Crescent- Court of Silver oh, Flames.
2: Never mind. Which is, like,
1: the continuation of the Court of Thorns and Roses series.
2: And, like, what's the point? Like, why? Like I think that she found like her target audience. Though she found like the readers who like a little bit of fantasy. Isn't
1: even in there for the like plot of the story. They're literally yeah. just there for the romance. So, but like, she can't are just, you can't just like still switch trying up the to- plot. No, you definitely can when it's her. When you have that big of an audience, you one hundred percent can. I mean,
2: honestly, like I don't like, like I haven't yet, so she I don't know. has
1: like 20 year olds by the throat and like good for her. I respect it. She's I making love like, that for you. Like honestly, like she I own her books, you know, like I own them all in like hardcover and everything. But like I would just prefer if you're going to spend a, like a time of if you're going to spend part of your book focusing on this plot, like work on the plot. Like why are you like using cop outs or anything? Like I don't get it. I just, I just don't like, like, when things are <laughs> underdeveloped, then, like, what's the point of putting it in there?
2: That's true. I, I, but I think, like, it also depends on what type of reader you are, like, you, like, read critically everything, but also, like, aside from that, it's more about what you're looking for in a book. Like, if someone's just looking for a book to just, like, enjoy the characters and literally just be there for the characters, then they're not really going to care about the plot. Or if you, like, for yeah, me, Yeah, but then I would rather just not have a plot at all. Yeah, but for me, like, the but selection was, like, a prelude for romance.
0: What? Are you the type of reader that likes character-driven books, though? Yeah,
1: I do. But if you're going to put in a plot and everything, like, especially with fantasy books, because, like, for example, The Cruel Prince, which I, re- which I read at the beginning of this year, the plot in that book, like, the characters are very strong in that book. They're my favorite part. But also the plot was super well-developed. And, like if it's set in a fantasy world where you're going to put politics at the forefront, like, you need to actually work on that, on those politics, you know what I'm saying? Like, Um, because if everything is, like, we, because, like, Sally Rooney, for example, she doesn't have anything going on in her books except character studies, which is my favorite, Mm -hmm. you know? But if you're going to add in this, like, plot underneath all of it, then, like, you need to make it make sense,
2: yeah, it to a certain extent I agree. But I also think like like I was saying, like, for a lot of readers I know, like young adult readers, like for me the selection was like kind of a prelude to romance novels like so it was like a step above the just fantasy and the dystopian romances and it was more focused on romance and then like i figured out that okay i really like this so i tried out more romance novels and i think for a lot of readers they felt that also um that this was like more based on the romance and it was something that they liked a lot so they were less bothered by the lack of fantasy so I, I, I agree with what you're saying like if you're gonna do something you might as well like go all the way but I also agree that like for some of these books like they can like first of all nostalgia 100% like it's so nostalgic this entire series but also like in the fact that you know these there was something very popular at the time and that was, like, <laughs> young adult, um, love triangles, uh, dystopians. So I understand, like, other, the authors of that time were, like, they wanted to sell their books. So they were trying to market it. I think the problem here is marketing mostly. Yeah. Just because it was marketed as, like, a dystopian. And I just, meh. Nah. But enough about the negatives. Let's move on. What other books did you read during, like, those times? Like, your Percy teenage years? Jackson percy
1: jackson never
2: read
1: it so like percy jackson like it stays at the top of my list like honestly those books were everything to me like percy jackson as a character like he was so funny and like that's what i mean when i say that like he like like rick riordan like he really developed every single aspect of that plot but he still made it Fun for everybody. Like mm-hmm. I got really, in, I got really into Greek mythology because of those books, as like every single twelve-year-old did when they first read it. You know, like it was just everything. Yeah. Like I loved
2: it, and like oh my god, like the show is coming out soon, and like I the feel casting like, is incredible. I feel like <laughs> um, that's one of the books that I do want to read, even though like I'm way above yeah, the like I age range because it seems like an interesting. It's just world. a fun time. Yeah. So it's I feel literally like it's just like a it. fun time. I think I, that's definitely on my tbr and also, i really like it's like,
0: it's like it. a guy main character it's like a, yeah percy jackson usually, i mean like, i don't usually, usually read books harry with, like, potter like i know like that's what's different about it i don't but usually read harry books potter. with like
1: male main characters because like neither ew
0: um <laughs> but
1: like i would definitely like, i don't want like i'm at the point anymore like i don't want to read about like men like i don't care because women like i don't care women exactly like ew like why would you do that if you can like write about a woman like ew you know like gross
0: i mean percy jackson could have easily been a girl priscilla jackson <laughs> or percy like i feel like percy could be a girl name too well, maybe could be.
1: but again like he's like in general like honestly percy jackson as a character like he he slaps but he was also 12 years old mm-hmm. And, like, he went up to, like, 16 years old. But even as a 16-year-old, he's, like I've, like, I've never met a man that's, like, even, like, close to what Percy Jackson was. Like, hello.
2: Listen, I think it's good to have those books because then, like, young boys could be, like, this is a guy I want to look up to. And not to, like, other, like, really, really harmful role models and main characters in other books. Michelle's just like done with this. Just the second we bring in men to the conversation. Michelle's like, like so out of over it.
1: men. like, you know, because like I've realized, and like I just I don't like them. Like I don't. like they're so annoying like why i like fictional men like why would you (laughs) want fictional men give you the ick? right i feel like the only the only time that i've read of like a character in like a romance situation where i've genuinely been invested in both of them is fucking the cruel prince oh i mean like like the michael yeah but like like i'm saying like i was like really invested in judan Cardin for three books Mm. and like oh my god like i was obsessed with them like I'm sorry, like, as far as fairies go, like, Sarah J Maas is, like, really into fairies. But, like, Holly Black's fairies are just so much better. Because, like, again, like, she just... Like, her characters are just more well-developed, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like, Sarah J Maas is very, like... She was, like, throwing a bunch of, like, like, quote-unquote, like, feminist, but, like, actually, like, girl boss kind of things at her men. And, like, it didn't really, like, hit. Okay. But, like, Holly Black... Like her characters are just so like, oh my god, they're so well thought out and like, oh my god, like Jude and Cardin, like please, like I was, I was obsessed with them, like you know. I know. But like wow, like I oh still my god. get videos
2: because of you on TikTok of Jude and Cardin, and I always send them to you
1: because they're just amazing. Like yes. they're just amazing.
2: I agree. I mean, I haven't read it, but from what I've seen, they see, like the knife to the throat. Yeah, scene. <laughs> let's clarify. Um, but anyways, so I think that we've talked. About all the like, you know, main books that have shaped our childhood, (laughs) Um, and I think like I don't know, I just it was yeah, it was like a fun trip down memory lane. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was an interesting. trip It was really interesting. Like
1: I look back at my old taste in books, and I'm like,
2: (laughs) wow. I read a lot of fantasy when I was like a a teenager. My main my main books were fantasy. Yeah. No. I read, like, sometimes romantic. I
1: still love fantasy. Listen, like,
0: we were listening. We were uh, reading Rainbow Magic, whatever it was called. I know.
2: Fairies from (laughs) the beginning.
1: I still love fantasy. I still
2: do. It's fun. Definitely. Well, Kayla, I hope you had fun with us. Your first podcast ever. I (laughs) did. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you for being here. (laughs) Anytime. You're always welcome to come back. Please come back. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think we're done for today. So stay tuned for our next episode and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
1: Fully booked. Read into it with Michelle Amand and Liraz Levy.
0: All our shows and podcasts available online on our website and on all podcast platforms. Search Audioversity.